Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You are now tuned in to the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast, where we discuss living for the kingdom of God while living in the culture. I'm your host, Charlotte Walker. I'm a pediatric nurse practitioner, wife, daughter, sister, auntie, and friend. And I am on the journey of producing and fulfilling every purpose that God saw for me before the beginning of time. And I want you on this journey with me. Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Goggles and Girl Talk Podcast. It is your girl, Dr. Sharla, and I am here bringing you another bonus episode of the podcast called Peace Requires Confrontation. Now, this is a recap of the Bible study that I did in the Society on the Fruits of the Spirit where we were talking about peace. So I want y'all to listen in as I talk about the importance of having confrontation in peace. Now, I know it sounds like an oxymoron, sis, but I promise you it will make so much sense after this lesson. Make sure that you stay connected with me throughout the off season. Follow me on Instagram at Rx for Purpose because I get on every two weeks to do these studies live on Instagram. You can also catch the replay on my YouTube channel. So without further ado, here's this week's message, Peace Requires Confrontation. We are continuing our series about the fruits of the spirit called Fruitfully Flourishing, okay? And today we were talking about peace. And with everything that has been going on um, in the news over the last two weeks between New York and Texas, we need peace, okay? <laughs> like, it is abundantly clear. And I started not to even, I started to be disobedient. Let's just be for real, um, because I'm tired. And I really was up today. It was really sad. I mean, I boohoo cried today about these babies in Texas um, and just wasn't feeling it. But God, in his mercy, love and grace, gave me all the all the things um, and allowed me to be able to teach. And I am going to complete the assignment by coming on here and talking to y'all. So we are going to talk a little bit about peace. And I ain't going to give y'all the whole study child because it's just it's too much. But um, we talked about the 
scripture in Psalm 34, 14 that talks about that we are supposed to seek and pursue peace. That means that we're supposed to go after peace. Peace is not something that is going to um, always just, it's not going to chase us down. It's something that we have to pursue. And when looking at peace, we talked about a different, a couple different definitions. One basically meaning, hey, Leandria girl. Um, the primary definition that a lot of us think of when we talk about peace is we think of like tranquility and, you know, surface level stuff. But when we really look at what God is talking about, when he talks about pursuing peace and seeking peace, there's so many different levels and layers to this. And so I talked about um, what it means to be at peace. And I'm going to give you all this definition. It says, this is one that I crafted after learning all the things. Um, peace is living in integrity and wholeness with freedom from intrapersonal or interpersonal disturbance that is established and guarded by our relationship with Jesus Christ. Okay. Peace is living in integrity and wholeness with freedom from intrapersonal or interpersonal disturbance that is established and guarded by our relationship with Jesus Christ. And so too often we allow the enemy to come in and distract us from peace. Peace, when you look at the Greek in the Hebrew translation, it means wholeness. So if you are not feeling whole, you are not at peace. And the on the flip side of that, um, when we were we looked, we did a deep dive into um, Philippians four, six through seven. But when you talk about being anxious, the word in the Greek that means to be anxious literally means to distract or to divide something into pieces. It is direct opposition to what God has promised us through our relationship with Christ. And so we talked about a lot of different um, strategies to pursue peace. And I even talked about the enemy strategy. Y'all, this filter is a distraction. <laughs> um, the enemy strategy is for us to be divided and distracted. And a lot of us are looking to ourselves for peace. I need my inner peace. No, we are supposed to pursue peace with God and pursue peace with other people. It is through your relationship with God that he will give you and will establish the peace within yourself. But a lot of times people are out here self-medicating, whether that's through drugs, whether that that's through people addiction, whether that's through um, por uh, pornography, um, alcoholism. There's so many different ways that people try to self-medicate because they're looking for inner peace. But there, that peace that surpasses is all understanding only comes through a relationship with God. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. There's no other way for you to get it. Everything outside of that is a counterfeit. And the enemy does this so well, and it's not anything new. It's the same strategy that got Adam and Eve caught up, okay? He gave Eve the opportunity for self-fulfillment. Oh, you think you think you you know you think you got it good here? <laughs> Girl, if you eat from this tree, you'll know all the things. <laughs> and it really set her up. So now, you know, she eats from the fruit and we are still seeing the devastation from her, um, her choice, her and Adam's choice. We see it in their own family with Cain and Abel. And we see it within our society even now with incidences like um, Buffalo and incidences like what happened at that school in Texas to them babies. 
And so too many times we are looking to self and then we're buckling under the under the pressure and we're dealing with depression and um, suicide and we're not living at peace because you're trying to do something or you're trying to use counterfeit things to fill a hole that only God can fill. And that relationship comes through Jesus Christ. When the fall happened in the garden, it separated us from God and it separated us from one another. That's why you can walk into an elementary school and shoot it up because people don't care. When you're not in relationship with God and you're not in relationship with people, you don't have the the morality. It's evil. And so way too often we're looking to crystals and stones and all this other crap that is not going to give what it's supposed to have gave. It's not. Too many people are wrapping themselves up in further demonic oppression, going to uh, tarot card readers and palm readers. All of that is witchcraft and none of it is going to give you peace. The only way that we can be back in relationship or back at peace with God is through Jesus Christ. He is literally called the Prince of Peace. Because he paid the price for us. When you look further into that, it's the, that definition in the Greek and the Hebrew, it really, it literally means to be paid in full, to redeem, to establish. He is the Prince of Peace. So if you do not have peace, you need to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And then once you develop that relationship with God and Jesus Christ, then you will have peace with yourself. But outside of that, you're just being demonically oppressed. It doesn't matter how much stuff you have. That's why people can have millions of dollars in the bank, can have thousands of followers on Instagram and social media and still commit suicide because they're still not at peace. We chase clout and we chase coins more than we chase God. And then we want to know why our country and our and our the you know the the way that we live is the way that it is. Because we're divided. We're not whole because we're not in relationship with God. And so as we continue through our study, I I gave out four strategies where we really took a deep dive into what was required for you to achieve peace. And I'll tell you all the the four strategies, but then I'm also going to take a deep dive into one in particular that really got me going, okay? So the four strategies to pursue peace. The pursuit of peace requires relationship with Jesus Christ, and I'm looking at my notes because I need them, child. The pursuit of peace requires boundaries, The pursuit of peace requires prayer and the pursuit of peace requires confrontation. Now, this is the one I want to talk about this. In Matthew 10, 34 through 37, Jesus says, Jesus says, "Okay, it's read in the Bible. Jesus said it. He says, don't imagine that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set man against father a daughter against her mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or mother more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. 
Jesus said he did not come <laughs> to bring peace on earth, but he came to bring a sword. And a lot of times there's this false perception of Jesus out here where they think he's like some hippie guy that's like, peace and love, guys, and turn the other cheek. No. <laughs> okay. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Okay, Jesus said, I ain't come. I did not come <laughs> for this. No, ma'am. I came to bring a sword, which in Ephesians 6, we know that the sword is the word of God. And that means that the word of God is divisive. If you look in the Bible, Jesus flipped tables. Jesus was out here calling the religious leaders um, vipers, <laughs> vipers and all kinds. He was confronting hypocrisy. He was confronting sin. And too many times when we talk about peace, we don't talk about the Y'all, my little inner my phone trying to make me go to sleep. We're going to be OK. Um, we do not talk about what is required the confrontation that's required in order for us to achieve peace. It requires confrontation. You're going to have to confront mindsets. You're going to have to confront um, attitudes, behaviors, your habits. You're going to have to confront the things that your parents, the, the religious, the religious bondage that people are in because you're more committed to a denomination than the doctrine of God. Stuff that stuff that they're calling you to do that is not even biblical. So it's going to cause strife between family members. And this goes beyond your relationship with God. But I talked about um, in Bible study tonight that we have to confront a lot of the cultural behaviors that we have, even within our families. Confrontation, peace is not going to come by us um, acting like we don't know that uncle so-and-so be out here touching kids. And we call that peace because we don't confront that head on. That's not peace. That's bondage. We are setting these kids up and putting these kids in a dangerous position when we know the truth and we refuse to confront the truth. And so we allow darkness to prevail because you want to avoid confrontation and call that peace. That is not peace, not biblically. True peace requires confrontation. 
we are going to have to confront some things that um, what happens in this house stays in this house culture that it's really, really prevalent in black families. That is so demonic. That is how we stay bound. That is how we stay in generational curses because we don't want to confront the ugly facts. It's not that the facts don't exist. You just think if we don't look at them, <laughs> then somehow we're fine. And we have children committing suicide because they're being molested. And nobody believes them or nobody wants to hear them. True peace requires confrontation. When we talk about the things that are happening in this country, when we talk about what happened in Buffalo, when you talk about what happened to them babies that just went to school, that's it. We have to confront some ugly truths about not only ourselves personally, our families, but this country. There's some laws that need to be confronted. The lack of laws that need to be confronted. We are reaping the, the, just the, the fruit of what this country is built on. This land was stolen from people who were murdered, kids, women, and children. Then kids, women, children, and men were captured, brought over here to build this country. And then we have the audacity to say, don't tread on me, girl. We got some stuff that we need to confront. That's how true peace is brought about. It is not brought about by, by pretending that things are not what they are. Light and darkness cannot exist in the same place. Do not be fearful when you are called to confront, that is the very thing that Jesus did. He walked into that temple and flipped the tables. Confrontation. But it's that's how you establish peace. Confrontation is required for you to establish peace, wholeness. When you talk about true peace, true peace is wholeness. And in a time right now where families are torn apart, where people are torn apart, so many people are struggling with mental illness, people who are believers who cannot find peace. And it's because we don't take enough time. It's not taught. This ain't sexy. People don't want to shout and run around with this. But no, 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 no. Peace requires confrontation. So that confrontation going to have to happen in therapy. That confrontation will have to happen with some uncomfortable conversations. Because without it, you will never get the peace that you are seeking. And it's available to you. So I'm going to get off my soapbox. <laughs> but I just wanted to come in here and, and just drop that nugget. Like peace requires confrontation. I don't care what nobody tell you. If you're not willing to deal with it, it's never going to go away. You could pretend like you don't have cancer. That don't mean that you're going to be rid of the disease. <laughs> it will continue to grow and it will metastasize and take over in different areas. And so many times we don't want to confront for the sake of what we think is peace. But really, we are just giving the enemy the opportunity to take over. Jesus says, peace, I leave with you. It's a peace that the world cannot, they don't even understand it. So if they don't understand it and they didn't give it to you, then they can't take it away. 
So that means if you don't have it, then you've given it, you've given, you've given that over to somebody. Where have you, who have you given your peace to? So I just want to encourage y'all, especially in this season that God is with us. Peace is our portion. We have access to it. Jesus died so we could have it. And too often we don't realize the steps that are required to achieve it. So I'm going to tell y'all one more time, the strategies to develop peace. Peace requires a relationship with Christ. It requires boundaries. It requires prayer and it requires confrontation. That is the strategy. The spirit of God is what makes us whole. And the only way we have access to that is through a relationship with Christ. Not enough for us to know of God. The demons even are able to see God, know who he is, and they know his power. That does not mean that they are in relationship with him. You have to be in relationship. You have to confront the good, the bad, and the ugly. You have to have boundaries. Being peaceful does not mean that you allow yourself to be abused. I don't have to sacrifice myself for peace. Jesus already did that. Set boundaries. The peace of God will guard our heart and our mind, but we're also told to guard our hearts. Boundaries and prayer. We'll run to other people before we run to God. And it's not adding up. The math ain't mathing. We will go, we will have prayer be the last resort when we have an, an open um, access to talk to the God of the universe, not the universe, the God who made the universe. <laughs> you ain't manifesting nothing. Prayer. <laughs> God manifests. We only have power to do things, power to rule and to tread on the head of serpents through God. And we need to make sure that we're building that relationship through prayer. Prayer should not be a last resort. Not if you're looking for peace. So I pray that this blessed y'all. Okay, I'm gonna put the replay on my YouTube channel uh, because this platform don't be showing your replay so it'll be on youtube um if you missed it but y'all it is so critical that we understand the magnitude of pursuing peace to pursue means to chase to hunt and we can't be out here chasing clout and coins more than we're chasing god when we talk about seek ye first the kingdom of god and then all things the and then means that there's something that we have to do first it's available. And I said this on the live that too many of us want the promises of God without adhering to his principles. Salvation is free. God's love free. You don't have to. He loved you before you were even here. Girl, he sent Jesus for you while we were yet sinners. But the blessings of God require obedience. There's requirements here. If you read Deuteronomy on the head, not the tail, above and not beneath, those are the blessings of obedience. If you keep reading, most of the most of that chapter is about the curses for disobedience. But we don't talk about that. We just like to raise our hands and shout and feel good about being the head and not the tail. But that's for people who are obedient. If you're disobedient, girl, that ain't for you. <laughs> 
that that's not your testimony if you're walking in disobedience. So I love y'all. God bless y'all. Pursue peace, pursue God, and everything else will come from that. Okay, good night. Hey guys, I cannot wait until we come back for season three under our new name, Prescription for Purpose. But right now you can go ahead and follow us over on Instagram at Rx for Purpose for the Bible-based content that you love. And make sure that you rate the podcast, subscribe, and share this episode with a friend who needs to hear it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.